0: De-, De colores radio De-, De-, De colores radio
1: Hello, hi. Bienvenidos. How are ya? Welcome to The Colores Radio. This is episode 36. I hope everyone is thriving or at least in a place of contentment or close. As always, we appreciate you all listening because you could be doing anything in the world, yet you're here with us. I'm your host, Eva Arreguin, and with me is my homie, Rafael Tamayo. Hi. What did you just do right now? What do you mean? Why did I say, ugh? Because
0: I was popping my knuckles. Oh, is that what you were doing? Yeah.
1: I thought you were reenacting the meme. Oh, no. The gif of the video of I don't the know. guy.
0: I was reenacting the peanut butter.
1: Oh Jesus Christ. Um, how are you?
0: I'm doing well. How are you?
1: I'm okay. Good. <laughs> it's gonna be a great episode, you guys. Yippee! Um, I actually need some guidance. Okay. Some words of advice. I wanna give our listeners an insight into our personal energy into how we are feeling right now. Into the reality of our existence. <laughs> that's right. We're translating our feelings in the best way we know how. Memes. It's time for Meme Mood. What do you have?
0: The one that's probably dead will be dead by the time this one comes out um, of Shannon Sharp.
1: Or maybe it'll be alive and thriving.
0: Maybe. Or at least like in a place of contentment.
1: Wow. Did you read the script? Oh my. Oh, wh- what? Jesus, what is it?
0: Where Shannon Sharp, the the sportscaster, uh, the commentator, the guy that works for ESPN. He works for ESPN, right? Yeah. One of those places. Yeah. And he's like, and they have a loop of him just saying, that ain't no problem. That ain't no problem.
1: <laughs>
2: it's pretty good. <laughs> and
0: it is because of all the jokes and memes. And I find myself saying that in my head often.
1: Do like, you? I think yeah. you say it out loud. That ain't no
0: problem. That ain't no problem.
1: Um, I don't know if I have one to accurately depict how I'm feeling, but I did find a video of a Dora the Explorer at a rave. (laughs) And I think that's how I'll feel by the weekend. Like, I want to be at that point where she's just living her best life. She ends with a death drop. It's really quality internet content, you know? So I believe that's my main mood.
0: <laughs> Door the Explorer at a rave.
1: It's like one of those EDM things. Is that considered a rave? I don't know. Right? It's like a rave. Pat? <laughs> this ain't the 90s, girl. This ain't Six Flags Nobody's with your so glow nice sticks. The 90s.
2: People still have glow sticks. Bow, bow.
1: I think they have different things now. Maybe someone can enlighten us. I think uh, some of our listeners do. Um,
0: enlighten us. Finger lights.
2: Oh, they have those like alien finger light things. Yeah, why are they aliens? Because okay. they look like they just light. They're up just up on finger their fingerprints. Gloves. They're but they finger light gloves. up only in the fingerprints. It's
1: weird. Oh wow, Games Rafa just got the fucking.
0: I had to. She kept talking about fingers, so you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he just turned around and grabbed the sound machine like it was you mad know, serious. Couldn't leave fingers. the episode without it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, so we have our B mood. Last episode we had Alejandro Trevino with us, and I really enjoyed that. I obviously always enjoy our guests for the most part. Um, but I for the most part (laughs) shade to you one binge. No, I'm just kidding. I actually love all of them. I'm not kidding. (laughs) Um, but I like when like I'm learning which is almost every single one like i learned from all of them whether it be their personal story mm-hmm. or um education <clears throat> as far as the knowledge that they embody mm-hmm. but it's always nice to to learn more about someone you thought you kind of knew already
0: yeah well and he's from you know he's, he's maple so of course he's gonna bring it you know what i mean so you <laughs> know you know how, it is. You know how it be
1: whatever so shout out to alejandro for being with us he's awesome he's great and he's continuously doing very important work here in the community and i heard a lot of people really liked that episode and i i'm glad to hear that um i look forward to learning with you all with continued amazing guests but now it's time for el juguito
0: oh my god Gato. No. (laughs) No. You didn't like that? You will not.
1: You don't like (laughs) Juggito? Oh, my God. No. (laughs) Ouch.
0: It
2: makes you think of Juggalo. (gasps) (gasps) (laughs) Woo-woo.
1: I quit. I'm out of here. Bye.
2: Bye. Oh, my gosh.
0: Bye everyone! You, I, forgot, so literally I out. forgot you knew that. Listen,
1: I used I to like said, watch uh, Juggalo documentaries on the low for funsies. <laughs> uh, wow, he's left the. He set the alarm. We don't need another fire incident. Okay. Anyways, um, El Juguito. It's time for the jugo. Oh no! Stop it. <laughs> the juice. All right. This is where we cover the latest gossip on pop culture, politics, news. And more. As always, we like to begin with uh, the heavy, heavy stuff. I'm trying to curse less um, for the kids. For the children. For the children. Um, So, most recently, there have obviously been lots of situations, lots of things always happening. We say this every time. And I don't know that it's going to calm down ever. Like, even after Trump is gone, I wonder... If it'll calm down, do you guys think it'll calm down?
0: Probably not, because he's he's awakened like a
1: the behemoth. Ooh, she's got words today. The she, behemoth. She does. Earlier, I was a like, library. <laughs> she was like,
0: I'm aloof,
1: <laughs> and she ain't stopped since. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I bring that up just because it is exhausting to always have to cover like. Something new and terrible and yeah. like it it weighs on you heavier in different ways every time um so of course we're starting with nia wilson the nia wilson story um that came out of oakland and they just caught the killer um so obviously by the time you hear this there might be more more updates and and changes um but we've said it time and time again on this podcast that we have to protect black women and fems. And this is just another case of that to me. Um, it, people were like, oh, we don't know his purpose. Nah, like, let's be real. We know how this works. Um, we know how white men are treated when they're arrested in comparison to black and brown people. <clears throat> um, and all of those are just obvious facts. This This young girl should not have been murdered and she was um and she was only 18 years old um and they were getting off of the bart which is horrible because we've heard too much about the bart already right like we've seen this there's before. a movie yeah a whole movie that literally rips your heart apart and i was sobbing like a baby when i saw it
0: right i i almost did so i that, i've that never cried so
1: hard in a film like that is the film that i've like, never come so up. close to crying wow you just never cry
0: no, I don't. But I, okay. if I ever did, it probably would have been <laughs> You're the male, worst.
1: <laughs> We're pro male tears here. Um. Anyways, this is this is devastating. This is not shocking. Um. And it's I cannot imagine what it's like to to be a black woman in America in the world, but obviously in America where this place constantly like steals everything you do and you, this is how you're treated. Um, which falls right back into our next topic of discussion, which is a person who has been a predator to black women for like probably his entire life. Um, R Kelly's back in the news. Obviously they, they try to do the mute R Kelly, which was, a uh, hopeful movement. Um, but this mother plucker, you see that? I use sensors there. Yeah. Uh, apparently made a 19 minute song. And like 19. 19.
0: Like my thing is like 19. Not like, 18. Bruh, st- yeah, not 18. Not 17. Because 17 would have been illegal. Right. No, I, I'm.
1: It's disturbing. I don't know what he says in it, but apparently he brings up the allegations and stuff. Yeah, he
0: denies them. Not
1: allegations, the facts. Yeah. We know this. I'm just like, it's scary to see where the community divides. And we can continue that with our further discussions later on for some of the stuff we're, we're talking about. Um, but it's like within these people of color communities and issues like we're never all on the same page and this is where it's like we're we're we are so eager to see some form of representation of ourselves and we connect to their art so much that we can't even admit their their shittiness oops their flaws they're not flaws they're like you're a monster and let's admit to it um so yeah that's the really 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 rough stuff um for our for our juice Today's also, the day we're recording, July 24th, 2018, uh, technically is the 45th anniversary of a very important Dallas case. Rafa, do you want to segue us into this?
0: Um, I kind of just did. But like, 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 take it from there. Yeah. Yeah. uh, July 24th, 1973, Uh 12-year-old boy was taken from his home without his guardian's permission along with his brother, questioned Mm -hmm. about a robbery that was later, you know, discovered that they weren't responsible for innocent children. Right. Questioned in a squad car. Uh, police officer played Russian roulette with him and shot him in the head. Killed him. 12-year-old boy. The community was outraged. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's crazy to think that there was so many things wrong with that story. That mm-hmm. police officer who did that already had a history of that. And he had... You know he had killed a young black <clears throat> boy yeah. and so Alrighty. it wasn't anything new uh went to jail for five years only served two two years in prison mm-hmm. got out um but it it awoke the latino community the mexican american hispanic community here in dallas um to rally together and you know i like to see that as as a like a pivotal moment in our in the city's history but Aside from uh, the Latino community, uh, it's an important part of American history, mm-hmm. uh, just as much as it is for, for uh, Dallas. But yeah, it, it's been 45 years since that's happened, and there still hasn't been any real justice. Right. Um, The mayor of Dallas uh, apologized officially to the family of Santos.
1: A few years ago. Yeah,
0: a few years ago. But his mother, Bessie Rodriguez, is still out here. Um you know, searching for answers. It it just seems like, you know, there's there's certain things that could be done to kind of learn from that experience in a way that moves us forward together. Um, And, you know, when you get confronted with certain facts and certain points in history, uh, it's just crazy to see people try to, like, move away from that or or present that as an obstacle towards... you know, towards growth, mm-hmm. and it's just—it's crazy that we're still having similar conversations to the one that our community was having 45 years ago.
1: Right. Um. So <clears throat> the reason it's kind of researched now, obviously, it's because it's the 45th year, which is interesting because we only choose to like make things a big deal during certain right. numerical years for some reason. Um. But also, I think it's very fascinating. Because now they've had this resurgence. They created a documentary, which hopefully some of y'all have seen. um, And the screening is actually happening right next door to us right now. But it's so fascinating because, like, for you, you knew this case growing growing Mm -hmm. up, I assume?
0: Yeah, no, it it wasn't anything new. Um, Because
1: you're from that community.
0: Well, yeah, we grew up in, you know, uh, like the Maple, Brown, Reagan, Throckmorton area, which is still technically a little, you know, part of Little Mexico, but um you know my family kind of established us there and uh throughout the years it was just something that we would kind of hear about Twenty, fifteen, or 20 years ago i think teatro Mm -hmm. dallas did a play and um back when my brother don't say this to him but he was doing a little bit of acting himself
1: what
0: he had uh, my godmother had convinced him to audition, and he was supposed to be in the show, but he he decided against it. Aww. But Teatro Dallas has been doing the show this this production about Santos Rodriguez's life. And so, um, you know, a lot of different people in the community have been honoring his his memory in, in their one own way or ways. another. Yeah, and so it's always been one of those things that we talk about as Latinos in Dallas.
1: Right, and I think <clears throat> I remember when I first started coming to the cultural center. You're the one who told me about it, so I didn't know about this story. Yeah, until and that's you a shame. Told me about it.
0: it. It. I feel like it's one of those things that everybody, everybody needs should know, to know,
1: and that's why I, I don't think we should be. Im- even though, like, I kind of was. But at the same time, it's like, that's a testimony to how Dallas treated right. this whole scenario. Exactly. And so we went and watched the documentary. Um, and I, as far as the story goes, I was, like, shook. Yeah. Um, Which I don't know if you knew all the details of everything.
0: I didn't. I was really surprised at the park in Seattle.
1: Oh, you? I see. I knew because shout out Giovanni Valderas. Uh, posted it on Facebook because he's involved with the Dallas uh, Mexican American Historical League yeah. but that's the only reason I knew that yeah. and I knew his name because you had mentioned the story to me when I shortly after <clears> I first <throat> met you and then that's the only reason I knew about that happening yeah. and uh, Maria as well also mentioned it to me
0: yeah but it's just crazy to think of like it's one of those things that I you know I heard from I heard that story from a variety of different places whether it was from school you know my teacher and she did a really good job of like Weaving that part of history into our lives. But, you know, my family learned about it because we knew somebody that knew the family. Or like mm-hmm. no like Noe DJ Noe G, like his mm-hmm. his um uncle or or his dad, like they hung out with the family, like, you mm-hmm. know, and so these people know each other. They're all part of the community. And you talk about all these neighborhoods, like back when our parents and our grandparents were coming through this city. Right. And all of that is covered in this documentary, which is really... Right.
1: And that's inspiring. where I... I was briefly mentioning <clears throat> it to my mom, telling her we were going to go watch it. And before I even, like, finished my sentence, she literally said, um, oh, about the young boy that was shot by the cops. And I was like, what? Because she'd never mentioned this to me. Yeah. And she said, yeah, you know, your grandpa brought the corrido back to mexico and i said hold on because you had just mentioned the corrido Mm -hmm. and so i was like what do you you know about this and she was like yeah she was like that was the year before i came here but your grandpa brought it back to mexico and and knew the song and she said i'm gonna ask him about it and let you know but he brought the song back because he was in dallas at that time and knew it and took it back to mexico and i was like shook because i was like i didn't know about it and then she was like started talking about how she knew little Mexico and how she related to it. And so this documentary does a really nice job of setting up the area for the most part. Um, There's obviously a little bit of critique film major here, but, (laughs) and just consumer of media, but there, it's really interesting. I got really excited seeing like all these Oak cliff spots, the Selena mural, yeah, like the
0: restaurants we eat at. <laughs> but that, again, so just really but quickly. But that felt weird too. Right, it felt weird, but at the same time, I think, when, and, and the director Byron Hunter said this is mm-hmm. not a finished project, and so right. I'm hoping that well, you know, aside from all the other critiques, but what I really like was the fact that D-Mall was involved and mm-hmm. they've done a really good job of preserving our community's history. Because right. we talk about Little Mexico, but, but there, was, there was there so many other neighborhoods, like even right, right even the stone's throw from, from Little Mexico. Uh-huh. And so there was so many different places. I
1: also thought of it... <clears throat> very like thought it to be very interesting because it shows what happened to little mexico and uptown mm. etc but then it shows it kind of opens with bitch i mean with Cliff, honestly yeah and so i thought it was really interesting to me because i was like is that what's gonna happen to Cliff, next I don't know. That, That's just how. Doing that. Right, but we already yeah, knew that. So right. like I guess that to me was like I don't know if that was on purpose, but it yeah. could be like a foreshadowing right. thing for what's next for this area because this is probably Whew. what's considered next, like a, a a very Mexican area. At least to me, like growing yeah. up this was the spot uh that we came for everything Mexican. Um so it's just really interesting. Obviously the story itself with Santos Rodriguez and his family and his mother's story like My goodness, our community already does not trust the cops. But if I went through what that woman went through, and I don't want to spoil everything, but holy cow. Like I, you see the lame curse words I'm using now? Um, Cheese and rice. Cheese and rice. Um, It just, I don't know. It's heartbreaking. And it's, again, very telling to our community. But I also kept thinking, we hold so much power in Dallas. Mm -hmm. It said by 2025, Latinos will be the majority.
0: Right.
1: By 2025. We're we're 42% right now. 42%. That's already almost half. Yeah. And I don't know if that's including outside of just Dallas. Because if you talk Grand Prairie. uh, Shut up. Don't be a hater. (laughs) But if you talk that we're easily over 50. Because that's the majority of Grand Prairie. And so that's where I'm just like, whoa. Like all that power we have. We had Mm -hmm. the biggest immigration walk in history. But we, for whatever reason, don't know our own history here, including yeah. Santos Rodriguez, which is very sad, but I'm excited to see the resurgence and hopefully memorial that maybe we can be involved with somehow, some way, um, maybe even he- hold a screening. I'm like just throwing things out there because maybe we'll make it happen, because this story needs to be heard. Um, and I obviously would get much more in depth with it, but I don't want to ruin it for everybody. Um, but it's a really important Dallas case and I'm glad it's kind of seen some light finally. And I hope and pray for the best for that family to move forward. Um, and, and also get some financial assistance and stuff like that because they deserve to, that's what Byron said. And obviously we agree, like they deserve to leave live in some form of peace and not be struggling still 45 years after all this happened. Um, So, yeah, that was what I was kind of trying to get into a little bit today with our juice segment. Um, Now we can really move on to some lighter news. Uh, This was cool. I think Pat might be more excited because she's more into like superhero things than me. But I'm not that into superhero things, but I am when it's stuff like this. So apparently this show, Supergirl, is it? Is it a show?
2: Supergirl? Yeah, it's a show on CBS. Or no.
1: CW. Wow. CW. CBS? It's because I don't
2: really, I don't follow. Cause we the don't shows,
1: re- it's because the show is not that It's great. not that good. Yeah. But it's still really cool because what they're doing and they announced at Believe at San Diego Comic Con is that they're going to have television's first transgender superhero. So shout out to this show for doing that. As I've said before, TV's always more progressive than film, but I think it's really cool because they've casted Nicole Maines as nia now i'm so sorry to disappoint superhero people because i might have said something wrong but i think this is really cool it seems that the producers and people are like we're really progressive we want to do cool things like this and important things like this and i'm like sure i support you i'm sorry i don't watch it already but obviously y'all are moving in the right direction so i thought that was really neat yay (laughs)
2: Sometimes I wait to see if y'all have more to say and then you don't say anything. I don't know. I didn't know if I was supposed to say anything. Acting like we got her mouth knuckle. No, well, not like that, but I'm saying like, because I don't follow Supergirl that much. You're being
0: real aloof right now.
2: (laughs) And I'm not a big DC (gasps) reader. (laughs) <laughs> big dick energy? S P D C. DC Oh my god. My, my <laughs> eyes are watering. I need, I need to get, get my inhaler. <laughs> oh my god, shut
1: my up. My eyes are still watering.
0: Why is my face turning red. I
1: can't. Yeah, it's stop. Don't say that. You're going to stress me out. Cuz see, like, I like The Runaways a lot, but I'm, Girl, okay, hold on. Let us you come back. Yeah, minute. yeah,
2: let us come back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> said, I don't have big dick.
1: Girl, it's fine. Come back. You're good. Let's go.
2: I accidentally said it. I didn't think I said it.
1: It sounded like it. I said big DC fan. <laughs> big DC fan. Okay. And it sounded like
0: BD. Oh, we going oh, go here. We going here.
1: Okay. So what about DC? You're not a big I'm DC fan. I'm just not a fan. big DC
2: fan. And the only time I've ever been a fan of Superman, you would know this, your mom. She's like Superman's like her favorite superhero. That was like one of the first things she got attached to when she immigrated here. Oh, Eva's mom. My mom. We have separate moms. Her mother. (laughs) Not my mother. (laughs) The way you said
1: it. (laughs) We always talk like that. We have the same mom. People always got weird. Don't Don't worry.
2: But yeah, so I may go back and watch an episode or watch it when they have the new um, superhero. But yeah, I'm just not a fan.
1: So props to them for that. Yeah
2: yay rafa are you okay
1: <laughs> bde <still> got him <laughs> I'm fine. bde got you bruh it gets all of us sometimes she. Woo.
0: nah pat you 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 goofed
1: I you goofed. aloof you goofed. goofed i aloof goof i'm actually gonna let rafa take this next one as well and then i'll follow with my um thoughts and opinions <clears throat> cool
0: Domingo Garcia takes reins of LULAC as it strives to reach younger Latinos. No, that's not how
1: we do it. We don't just read (laughs) article headlines. I can't
0: just read word for word what someone else wrote?
1: absolutely not.
0: So Domingo Garcia, activist. Who is he? He is a civil rights attorney based here in oak cliff you might have seen the commercials you might have seen the ads or
1: just his face everywhere sometimes you sit on it on a bench
0: yeah so he's all over the park
1: bench not a bench (laughs) bench
0: he's got offices here in dallas houston tyler he's all over the place Um, if
1: you're latino in dallas and you don't know domingo garcia i don't know where his wife uh his
0: county Ooh. i was gonna say county clerk county commissioner um, Dr. Elba Garcia, who is also to speak at my a dentist, a kid. Ha- she had um, a <laughs> lot to do with making sure that the Oak Cliff Cultural Center happened.
1: Oh, thanks. Girl. Um,
0: so, yeah, uh, they've always been very involved in the Latino community. He has his um, like uh, monthly breakfast over at El Ranchito where he has different people come by, activists talk, and just talk about what's going on in the Latino community. Uh, and responsible for a ton of other stuff. But this man had been campaigning to be the national president of LULAC, and he won. And he's now, I've read, correct me if I'm wrong, but I read something where he was talking about how he wanted to take LULAC from its like 1,200 members to over a million.
1: Okay, that sounds really extreme, <clears throat> but I'm- <laughs> It does. It, bruh, chill.
0: I mean, you got to be ambitious, right?
1: That's like a lot though. Yeah. 1200 to a million yeah it's... do a million people even vote i don't
0: <laughs> okay so here i'm sorry i said 12,000 it was uh 14 i was gonna say that's among... a small ass yeah.
1: number among
0: his plans for the next year are increasing the number of lulac dues paying dues paying bruh
1: bruh you want me
0: to pay um Dues paying members from about a hundred and forty thousand to one million, making sure LULAC has a council in every state, and opening a LULAC office in Austin to lobby Texas lawmakers to make decisions that are friendly to the Hispanic community here in Texas. Um, so he's got a he's got big
1: plans. I'm mad, <laughs> suspicious. I mean, should I be? I think I should be. <clears throat> I have. Um... I have thoughts and feelings.
0: I think we all do. I know Domingo has done a lot of good and people people for our community, but people obviously are on, you know, one side and, and the other. Um, with reason. Like when, yeah, with reason.
1: I think anybody that talks too much about money scares me, especially if they're putting on for my community, because if you're talking that much about money, are you really putting on for me?
0: What I really want to know, Domingo, is how does the Tesla drive?
1: My. <laughs> Tesla
0: I seen him I seen him Stop. I see my boy I see my boy Domingo <laughs> rolling through in that a Tesla shook.
2: see and that's where I get nervous though because Why? I'm like you're a politician that owns a Tesla I don't what's look with, if you got the that?
1: money to
0: spend on bruh. like what yes if you got the money and you got you a Tesla bro.
1: I know but that's where like how, like I don't know is that wrong of me to say like if you're really out here for the community but you're over there like driving and doing and just trying to get our money like are you really out here for us But really,
0: I mean, we we live.
1: Y'all know I'm critical of everything. I'm not just trying to be shady. I'm just being like for real. One hundred.
0: Do you think one day people will play this episode back to you and be like, Eva, could you get out your uh, 30 inch rim Range Rover Sport?
1: I'll be like, y'all want some? I'll (laughs) buy you some french fries and chicken nuggets. You're going to be out there handing out hundred dollars. Yes. I'll be like that. Helping the people if I'm ever balling. You're mijo. Yeah, I'm like Minnesota. trying to help everybody, and Playing I'm like not Costco. even stacks full. And then oh, I go to Whole Foods Costco. once, and then I get nah, a nah, whole.
0: No. Once. Once? Twice. Once. Not twice. Nah, twice.
1: Antiways. Whatever. Congrats to this man that's local to us. I really hope that you look to communities like <clears throat> De Colores and people that are really out here um, doing the work with the people in our community and not just like your rich homies.
0: I, and, and so I will I will say this and pay he, us,
1: too, because right, do that's work. what I'm
0: saying. I, I I think he's done a really good job of kind of leveraging the relationships he's built with his reputation as as an attorney. And, um you know, he 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 like sponsor. He's a sponsor of Garamia's season. Right. You know? and, and I know and his like connections that. and I right. know like
1: <clears throat> some of our guests really like him and we're like amping him and like. Other friends I have, but I, I don't know him personally and I don't trust you till I know you. And right. Even
0: but then, I, I what I'm saying is I think it's important to to have people that have experience in our community in terms of leadership and have them understand that with this whole new wave of representation that needs to happen. Right. Um, there's going to have to be like some good, hearty, robust conversation. Right. Uncomfortable like the, conversations right. and
1: get into the nitty gritty of what our community needs.
0: Yeah. And I feel like
1: he's up for it. I hope I so. Like I it. would love to see that. We shall see what actually happens. Ooh,
0: you know what? De Colores should be at the at the menudo and chorizo breakfast that he does. At...
1: Yikes. I don't like menudo. I mean, though. I don't like. I'm don't offended, like... first of all, because it's menudo. So right. how dare you? Hello.
0: Can you do some pozzoli? <laughs> pozzoli Any... gang. Yeah. Gang, gang. A <laughs> whole lot of gang shit. Oh, shit. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> dang it. I said
1: it twice. Oh, um... Dang yourself with the thing. <laughs> Ooh, dang yourself for that one. <laughs> dang it. Okay. Sorry, it's I just right. don't. Dingus.
0: I just don't like big. D- I mean, big DC. I'm not a big.
1: Oh my god! Though. Wow! What a Freudian slip! Am I right? Good lord! No,
0: nah, but we should roll out there one day. When is it, um, Ranchito? <laughs> let French me look choritos. it up it's like the first and Sunday it better not be no Saturday.
1: nasty chorizo that greases through the freaking sausage like casique
0: that, that is chorizo though
1: no but like it's supposed to be greasy but you should still be able to bite some meat okay <laughs> oh, oh my double time please. please more okay damn <laughs> that was one for her at the end the
0: next one is august 6th y'all the dallas chorizo and menudo community breakfast
1: is it gonna be like a bunch of grandpas that are mad like no patriarchy? they have all
0: kinds of people wait this is old
1: <laughs> i was like this is weird anyways yeah, is maybe it- we'll go maybe we won't but maybe eventually we will cut
0: that can you cut that this, this is from
1: 2016 <laughs> cut that can you cut that and i'm the diva I'm the diva. Cut it. Cut
0: it. We should go to the chorizo and menudo breakfast that he does. Um, I want to say it's the first Saturday or first Sunday of the month. I'm not sure, but I'll double check the date and I'll make sure that uh, big DC gang energy is in the Energy is in
1: there. <laughs> big the <De> Colores energy.
0: <gasps> Mind Blown. Blowed
1: big Zecolores colores energy hey okay that's that, that's that new that new new all right so in um mm. more juice news more juguito ah no um i really just saw like a funny tweet about this and so karamo from queer eye was like why does everybody keep tweeting for us to give a makeover to post malone and then he responded it's because they think i'm ugly
0: and smell bad <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, I thought that was funny because someone posted a story that a a fan threw up after she met him.
1: (laughs) Shut up. That is not real. That would be me. You're the one who was a fan of his. It was probably Rafa. I am
0: a fan of his. (laughs)
1: Oh, you still yeah. are? Wow, Texas, that's Texas
0: fan vomited after smelling Post Malone at a meet and greet.
1: Didn't you do that? Was it you? <laughs> it was him. He didn't go to the Cuco show with us so he could throw up after seeing Post Malone. <laughs> wow, well, he's After drunk. the sh-
0: I don't care. Your words don't hurt me.
1: Okay, big DC energy.
0: <laughs> after the show on June 15th, a fan was taken backstage to meet the singer and vomited after.
1: That is unreal. Was she after-
0: Hold on. And vomited after smelling his musk. Bro- some say no. the fan has asked to withhold her name. Oh my- <laughs> sure the and then it says real? if he smells that bad, he's going to end up post Malone
1: Bruh,
0: I don't know if it's real or not, but I That's saw that and funny. it was funny.
1: That is funny. I'm glad that he has a sense of humor, though, to even respond to Karamo and be like, yo, it's because they think. I'm ugly <laughs> but Jonathan responded that. too oh did he I only oh Jonathan's so great <laughs> Jonathan um, said he liked his tattoos in his hair aw, well you know everybody needs love so they're not post Maloney <laughs> am I right um, so that was just a funny little story who knows if it'll actually happen it'll be great for the internet um, if it does I heard they're filming the new season I'm excited it's been really interesting to see them blow up um, so yeah then finally, Insecure Season 3 is about meh. to come out. Woo, woo. Meh. Why are you making that noise? What? Meh.
0: Uh, I was drinking uh, some water. I was there.
1: drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Who are water you? Water mode? Yes. Um, why are you making that sound?
0: What sound? You
1: said meh. <laughs> this is my segue. Help <laughs> me out a- here.
0: That sounds like like a lamb or. A... <laughs>
1: okay. Anyways, we're trying to keep this episode nice and short, so please help. No, no, that is not a good deed. You said ni- <laughs> nobody wants nice and short. Oh Jesus Christ! Anyways, what are you writing? Apparently, Pat? Lawrence from the Lawrence Hive is not going to be in season three. If you remember from some of our earlier episodes where we literally talked about it, I think every single episode um rafa became a lawrence fan which I wasn't you weren't no what well, were you
0: i didn't even watch that show
2: you <laughs> used to say you're its biggest fan i'm so glad i watched it all oh i probably cried too ain't
0: you nobody know? crying over here do i look like i'm <laughs> crying like, his
1: voice cracked his voice cracked he got a whole tear coming why out are you being so
0: mean to me today
1: honestly i thought you're B- DC D- D- energy <laughs> Is that energy? I thought you were that Colores energy and I wasn't into it. Okay? I'm being mean. Okay, mijito, what mean do you need? Green
2: bean?
0: Mean a- is a green bean.
1: <laughs> so you see how quickly he got excited again? That's a how quick. Anyway. I'm still mad. Okay, how do you feel about season three? Stay I'm on track. excited
0: and I do want to see it. Yeah
1: i love this show i really am looking forward to seeing where it's going and i still like want some closure on some things but i think i need to rewatch it so i can feel it and ooh, if i watch that last episode with the re-breakup i'll probably have to start
0: watching I've, so i started game of thrones again to get nice. ready for the, the but I'll which is not should. till next year right but I like to take my time.
2: You should have told me so I could ding, watch it with somebody no. that would help me understand.
1: I I understood, and the last season was actually entertaining. Yeah. Or the last first half.
2: I
0: don't get to watch it with y'all. You do. I do. I didn't watch I don't it. Even, with I don't even watch TV. What are you, some kind of troglodyte?
1: <gasps> <Whoa. laughs> I don't know what that means. We are edumacated over here, y'all. <laughs> we all used words today. <laughs> Is that I watched, a rock?
0: <laughs> I watched Jurassic
1: Park. What? <laughs> watching <laughs> Jurassic Park once. Anyways, looking forward to Insecure Season 3. <laughs> I love me some Issa Rae, and I'm, <clears throat> I'm excited to see where it goes. I already said this, but if anybody else has any other feelings to add.
2: They made it seem like it's more about her and um, her Yvonne or- Orgy's character. Yeah. So that's kind of cool, like they're growing up more.
1: August 12th is when it premieres. I'm looking forward to it. August 12th. Cool. It's going down. Gang, gang. If y'all want us to recap it again, let us know. Brett. I think we're kind of down.
0: Ooh, we should do like a media recap, like favorite, me- like we should recap Insecure, Contagion, and maybe what? One...
2: But why is it just your favorite things?
0: It's, what do you, I don't understand what you're saying by that. <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: what are you saying about? Insecure,
0: um... Contagion, and then I don't know, um, uh, Supergirl.
1: Wow. <laughs> Game of Thrones.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: Um, actually that's kind of I feel like what we do already naturally, but we're not talking about contagion again. why not?
0: Oh, you haven't seen it?
1: No, because I don't have herpes. (laughs) Shout out to anybody with herpes. Um, I think that's all we have for the juice this week. (laughs) Why are you ending with that?
0: (laughs) I'm not gonna cuss because the kids, but shout out to everyone with herpes.
1: Look, everybody deserves love. Okay, I just think the thing of the Dave Chappelle episode? Wait, which one? Which one? The Chappelle show where he has Q tip and they talk about STI oh, puppets. where they dre- the little puppets are all the STIs, gonorrhea and chlamydia oh, yeah. and their little yeah. characters. That episode was interesting. Drift. Um, anyways, that's all we have for El Jugito.
0: Oh my gosh!
1: I'm so glad I found something that annoys you because you Actually, have a
0: lot. I like that.
2: Oh, that sounds- okay.
1: All of a sudden. <laughs> Alright, so as we've been covering um, LGBTQIA plus issues, I've been wanting to do this for forever and we can actually get more in depth um, eventually, but I wanted to do a kind of um, maybe an understanding session, a definition session. I've been wanting to discuss language and terminologies that maybe a lot of people don't know about. I personally did not know a lot of this language until I took classes that were about like gender and queer studies and women studies and race relations and different things that embody and and I guess contextualize these words. And so I was like, I love to like share my knowledge with people because you don't got to go to school to be educated. Um so I just wanted to briefly go over some of these things I don't know if you have any experience with language like for me I really didn't learn these things until I went to school Um, and now in the last few years I feel a lot of them have become more a part of um, society which is really good they're more normalized Um, but I want to make sure that we all understand obviously the power of language and our words but also the meanings behind some of these words that maybe we don't realize are things because we're too privileged to even acknowledge or they don't pertain to us directly, so we don't think they mean anything to us.
2: Anybody got anything? I mean, I'm, I'm still learning terms every day. Luckily, there's podcasts that I've been listening to that help me understand things a little better. Cool. Because I didn't, I didn't get to learn any... I, like, you got fortunate enough to take women's studies classes, but I know I've even, like, asked you stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. And luckily, we have friends that I can talk to, too. Rafi? Uh,
0: I just... I mean, I'm always learning, and I'm always up to, like... Be schooled. Mm-hmm. Like, I love being corrected.
1: Ooh. I think both of you bo- said something that's very important and I actually <coughs> weaved it into our podcast which is that we should always be learning yeah. um, and be open to learning because I yeah. think that's where society is struggling right now is that all the like old folk are like uh uh-uh, uh you ain't changing my thoughts and then all the young folks are like we are changing every damn day yeah. um, so it's like you have to find that balance in between understanding tradition and knowing when we need to get better um, so I want to just tackle a few terms uh, hopefully we can do this again later on if you like this little I guess bit we're doing um, so one of the first ones is ableism who knows what ableism is Woo. it's a test this is a spelling B <laughs> don't look at the answers
0: ableism yes A B
2: L oh my god is, that's like people that are like handicapped or have like impairments and stuff that makes it isn't it Right. It's mostly, um,
1: it's disability essentially. So it's the pervasive system of discrimination and exclusion that oppresses people who have mental, emotional, and physical disabilities. So I think a lot of times we think of just physical disability with ableism because myself included, Mm -hmm. I'm the same way. Um, but we have to, um, understand how in depth disabilities go. So ableism is when like someone who does not have those struggles does not think about these other mm. communities that have that struggle. So that's one. One that we often joke about here that is next is
0: hmm.
1: <laughs> I wonder what it hmm. is. We don't try to joke about it. I actually you counter do joke about it. I counter it because you brought it up, which is ageism, which as you might be able to guess is I'm reading these definitions from a website that I will state at the very end because it seems to be a really great website. It's any attitude, action, or institutional structure which subordinates a person or group because of age or any assignment of roles in society purely on the basis of age.
0: Yeah, and if you learned anything from... The episode of The Office where Ryan tries to discriminate against Creed and Michael for them being old. Then Mm -hmm. you know what it feels like to be Rafa when Eva and Pat make him feel bad for being
1: old. Pat's like right behind you, boo. Uh, Hello. I'm right here.
2: Hi.
1: Jesus, what is this? Human centipede? Okay. Is that weird? Is that a lot? Okay. I'm so sorry. Anyway, (laughs) Pat, are you okay? I I know, but he dinged it. So then I felt weird and I tried to figure it out. Anyways, ageism. Stop it. Ageism basically is discriminating against age. This obviously happens a lot. Um, We kind of joke about it, but it's really not serious. However, in actual society, it's very serious. I feel like, I don't know if it goes both ways, but technically it, uh, maybe not the time to ding right now. Um, (laughs) His eyes look like they're going to pop out. I know. Basically, if you're like, around a lot of older people and you're like, "Nah, they ain't going to know how to do this because they're old." That's ageism. Simple, simple stuff. I don't know why Rafa's acting like he don't listen to Post because Malone. <laughs> like a young child. Anyways, no shade. All the shade. Um Too but I shade. shoot. I I'm a, shoot! like this is, this is going really well. We have to lighten it up. Um but like even being a young person, like I don't know if this is like valid is it only for old people i don't think so right because i like there's times when i'm in a workplace and i feel like people underestimate me and then as soon as i start talking they're like oh shit.
0: Oh yeah i mean if they're like coming but at is you that
2: that doesn't sound like reverse and- racism like just like where right? they think like millennials are just a set a certain way
1: right so like to me that's a lot that's happening right now because like i'm in a lot of meetings with a lot of older people and I don't mean Rafa, I mean like older people. And so <laughs> oh, hey, I do there, think, buddy. I think they underestimate the youth. And so like that happens a lot. So um, those are some, some different, uh, different examples. Allyship. We've discussed allyship and allyship has reason to be criticized because um, it basically it can be a lot of talk and no action um but it basically <clears throat> is the action of working to end oppres- oppression through support of and as an advocate with and for a group other than one's own so that's why i don't know if y'all remember last episode with uh, lex i kind of discussed how do we be better allies to the queer community um whether we're in it or not you still want to be better to help this community obviously if you're outside of the community completely as like's Latinos here we want to be a better community to the black community we want to be great allies and honestly just fighting with them at this point because that's where allyship should be criticized because it's it's it can be a lot of talk and support as opposed to like being down for that action um so that's allyship um so with some of these different terminologies there's a lot to cover and we don't have much time because we're trying to keep it at a a smaller time um there's obviously asexual which is not feeling sexual attraction or desire for partnered sexuality um it's different from celibacy and celibacy is not wanting to have sex because of specific reasons I believe I'm correct in that, yes. Y'all are staring at me weird. Okay, stop. Yeah, you're Um, right. But so asexual people can still have sex. There's just different ways of being asexual and also it is their um preferred desire. Um, there's a lot of great terminology on this link. Um bisexual a person whose primary sexual and affectional orientation is toward people of the same and other genders or towards people regardless of their gender um i'm really happy to see a lot more of a conversation happening around bisexuality because for a long time they had a lot of negative a negative stigma just because they were like oh oh so you just want to like everybody and and it's like no it's like a lot more complex than that um so I'm really glad to see that conversation kind of happening a lot more because it's totally okay to be attracted to um, both men and women. Um, and then we can get into some more in-depth um discussions with pan and stuff like that um i'm going literally alphabetical on this website cisgender we've talked about this quite a bit on this show and um in case you don't already know cisgender is a gender identity or performance in a gender role that society deems to match the person's assigned sex at birth the prefix cis means on this side of or not across on this side of, or not across, a term I have to like understand it myself. But um, it is a term used to call attention to the privilege of people who are not transgender. Um, so this is definitely one of those terminologies I had never in my whole entire life uh heard of until I took uh classes that had to do with these discussions. Basically, if I was born with a vagina and I identify as a woman, I am cisgender pretty simple Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of people don't realize the difference between gender and sexuality and a lot of people don't realize that they are just very different in general Um, they don't realize that like when you are born onto this earth a lot of times society's like she has a vagina give her a pink blanket she's a girl now and so it's a really interesting um experience to learn outside of the norm um, which is why it's so important to bring these discussions up so yeah that's a really in-depth one do y'all have any comments my fellow big dc energies
2: um i i, I am learning some of these terms like the cisgender i know uh shen and Mock gave some really great um examples on her book about it um just because a lot of times people are unaware of the things that they go through every day <clears throat> As like a cisgendered person, you kind of are oblivious to things. That... We're completely privileged. Mm-hmm. Well, she and, and she even talks about mm-hmm. um, in school think... having to go to a separate, like she would change in like a teacher, like a room that was separate from the locker rooms and stuff like that because it's just like. And
0: so that's what I'm. So this whole conditioning thing. So we, we talk about a lot of change happening and, mm-hmm. and, and changing the ways we talk and changing the way language, you know, uh, Conveys like some of the information but it's like even that is a little bit I guess complicated for me mm-hmm. because the way I see it is like uh, it it's more of an understanding and it's like it's not that these things are just now happening or mm-hmm. it's not that no, these not things are all. changing so that they now come to light right it's just a, a discussion that, of it right and so it's like it, it, this these are conversations that should have been happening that should have had an understanding from the very beginning but there was so many like Societal structures and things that just, you know, kept everything mm-hmm. nice and pretty to whoever the fuck decided. A lot of
1: it, very biblical. a lot <laughs> yeah. of it with Christianity and, and whoever, whiteness. Yeah, and
0: they thought that it would be a good, a good what, like a, a good rule of whatever mm-hmm. for their norm. Exactly, it fits so, their norm. And so it's whack. It's a, it's it's dated, and it's it's it was wrong from the beginning. Um, so it is interesting to to make sure that we we do have that open mind.
1: Right, for sure. Um, And we can talk more in depth about that. I want to cover a few more, but that's really important, everything you said about that, because I think that's where I feel a lot of um, cisgender men have a really hard time understanding that. Um, And maybe it's because they're more enclosed to fitting a masculine box, Whereas I feel like with women, we're so, like, we're trying to succumb to the patriarchy so much that, like, I remember several times when I was growing up and I wanted to, I, me and Pat both were more quote unquote tomboy or wanted to fit this box more um, because we were tired of being,
2: we didn't like, we were shamed of early. We, wore, we wore
1: Jordans. Yeah. So, like, you know, and that happens for a lot of Latinx people in general. So it's really interesting. And I think I just saw an article that said, That Lex shared on Facebook saying basically that the Latinx community is the most open to not being straight. And Mm -hmm. I thought that was kind of uh, Mm. interesting. Uh, So I'm going to go on a couple more of these phrases. Obviously, there's so much more we can cover. um, But femme was femme or femi i've heard both historically used in the lesbian community is it is being increasingly used by other lgbtqia people to describe gender expressions that reclaim claim and or disrupt traditional constructs of femininity femininity um i hear femi a lot in reference to like quote unquote girly things you're typically um very female oriented Re- reading Janet Mock's um, book
2: they've used "fem" more for the trans women because that's when they talk about this they're being able, able to claim pass that as being feminine yes. so that's why like to me I feel like that's I know obviously it's very versatile now with the definition but I can see that aligning more right and so, that makes perfect sense and that's why I'm like okay yeah for sure that's
1: I think where again it historically probably had a lot of that mm-hmm. base and now it's described um a little bit differently um, so we know gay gender, gender fluid is a person whose gender identification and presentation shifts, whether within or outside of societal gender based expectations, being fluid in motion between two or more genders, which I think is really dope. Basically, they're saying like we're not limiting ourselves to being,
2: um, one or the other
1: masculine or feminine. So I find it to be, um, very. Any of these to me, anybody in this community is beyond brave because society does not want any of this shit essentially. Um, so there are more hetero, heteronormativity. We are, are, are fairly hetero here at Decolores. um, which is a set of lifestyle norms practices and institutions that promote binary alignment of biological sex gender identity and gender roles um binary is essentially the norm um for for lack of time and we have several more things to cover but uh heteronormative is just assuming all those the the fundamental is heterosexuality Um, privileged monogamous committed relationships and reproductive sex above all other sexual practices Um, heterosexuality is the sexual orientation in which a person feels physically and emotionally attracted to people of a gender other than their own Um, homophobia obviously one i think we all know about um so i won't get too in depth in that with lots of homophobia especially within masculinity And just that fear of being seen as uh, gay or anybody within this community. Then there's lots of uh, intersectionality, which we've discussed. There's several different things we can um, get into. Let me make sure I'm not missing i'm missing several things but i'm trying to wrap up this quick little segment pansexual is a term used to describe people who have romantic sexual or affectional desire for people of all genders and sexes i really feel that one personally i i know that uh janelle Monet recently made big news um identifying as that um and so i was really happy to see that because i feel that and there's a lot more to go um with different things within these communities that we can discuss sizeism is obviously about people's bodies fat phobia things like that this is a really great site i'm glad to see it let me not skip over the trans community as we wrap up this little um brief rundown of important terminologies we need to know. So transgender is an adge- it says adjective used most often as an umbrella term and frequently abbreviated to trans this adjective describes a wide range of identities and experiences of people whose gender identity and or expression differs from conventional expectations based on their assigned sex at birth which is what we discussed earlier already not all trans people undergo medical transition surgery or hormones um some other definitions a gender outside of the man woman binary having no gender or multiple genders uh someone whose determination of their sex and or gender is not universally considered valid someone whose behavior expression does not match their assigned sex according to society which is where you then get um transphobia and things like that so our trans community obviously faces a lot more of the hatred because again it's it's not accepted by society and that's why it's so important for us to uplift the trans community. Uh as we wrap up this segment, I know that I learned about this as well, um which I've seen some discussion on Twitter, which is Two Spirit and basically I think it was like Jason Moraz or some basic dude that was like, "Oh, my wife calls me two spirit because I like men and women, which is not what two spirit is about. Uh, essentially two spirit comes from the indigenous native community. And it was, it says, I'm, I don't want to mess that up. Uh, basically it, it, it's, it, it aimed to describe the place of gay men in native society in the 18th and early 19th centuries. Um, but it's in reference to the LGBTQ native community. Uh, And so it's very unique to them. I remember when I learned about it in school, it was more in reference to trans people. Um, And so the way he used it, and especially not being native was like, bruh, don't be doing that. But it's an important discussion to have again.
2: There is a term that I can't remember right now that Janet Mock's book has. That's like a Hawaiian term for trans that are also like, both, like they spiritually connected with other things too mm-hmm. kind of like that
1: yeah that's interesting so all of these things obviously could completely deserve an episode to themselves because that's how important it is to discuss these things especially in the latinx community um and i threw out a lot of terminologies and a lot of things right now and i know it's super intense but i just wanted to make sure we covered them to some degree we can obviously get can more put them in the notes too On our we episode. could put this link in the notes it's lgbtqia.ucdavis.edu slash educated slash glossary um, so we can totally post this link it has a lot of important information um, and I hope that you all learn something I literally I think we're all constantly learning and that's mm-hmm. the best mindset to have so that we can be better people in society so yay oh,
2: great. thank you
1: alright now it is time for self care corner yay you're gonna ding that's yeah. weird oh i was like why um so today that day that we're recording it's a very powerful day to me today is it i think there's a lot of things happening today yes it's the 45th anniversary of santos Mm -hmm. it's also international self-care day yay Uh, it's also national tequila day okay which is you know whatever you want it to be um and so i just think this day seems to hold more power than i expected it to
0: most most twenty-fourth uh, days are like that. Whoa! What? I
1: didn't even think of that. What? I'm shook. Wow, I'm like actually shook now. Okay. Well, there's that. Um, don't mind that. Um <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to discuss with all of you all that are here with me. My lovely <laughs> I wanna talk to everybody, but I can only hear two people talk right to now. Everybody here. Um that are here right now. Um About your big DC energy. And... (laughs) (laughs) I I like that I started this on accident. (laughs) You did. But it's never leaving now. Uh, Tell me about, hopefully, if you're willing to share with us, you don't have to, something that you are going to try to do as a form of self-care that you have not done before.
0: Ooh. Um...
1: Because last episode we talked about that uncomfortable healing and I want to discuss that more and hopefully bring someone in that can help us discuss healing from trauma and stuff like that. But I want to, I think this will make me push myself do to do the thing that I don't want to do. I think for for healing,
2: I think for me, it's trying to have conversations that make me uncomfortable Mm -hmm. that I know in the end will help me out in the long run because it's something that I've Always held back on for so long that slowly doing these like little baby steps. Thank you for ever being a sister that's been there for me. But having these conversations is just kind of you got the sniffles, (laughs) you don't cry. (laughs) So I don't, it's just like having conversations sometimes that I didn't realize can be self healing after having them until once I've reflected on it and I'm like, oh wow, like I feel good. Mm -hmm. And like, yes, I got emotional and like, does. Get that way too, but it ended up helping me in the long run. So I think for me, my self care that I've never said out loud is that. Mm. Nice, nice.
0: Ruffy. Um I might I think I'm gonna buy a white shirt.
1: Who are you? A white
2: NASA shirt.
0: A white NASA shirt.
1: Stop it. What is your actual self care you've never done before?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't You do it all. No. Well. But I don't I don't really do, I don't feel like I, I don't know. Do I,
1: self-care enough?
0: I guess I'll do like a bath bomb.
1: <laughs> you should do like the you salts actually in should. the bath. I
0: should. Are you I,
1: actually going to do it or are you trolling me? I feel trolled.
0: <laughs> I need to find a good bath bomb.
1: I will so get you a bath bomb.
0: No, but you're going to get me like.
1: I'm going to get you a like- real masculine one with the Dallas Cowboys coming out of it and <laughs> soccer sneakers. And I don't no. know. I don't
2: like that self-care bath bomb. I don't I'm just
1: it. trying to joke, Pat. But
0: Maybe if, like one with lavender.
1: What are you actually going to do? Stop it.
0: Okay, then I won't do a bath bomb. You can do a bath um, bomb. No, That's I like can't.
1: the cliche self-care though. We're talking about that nitty gritty.
0: Okay. Um... This is a really difficult question and I'm making a joke about it because it's really hard to like find out something that'll work because I've, I feel like I've done a lot. I have done a lot of things that have tried to address my self-care and I feel like nothing works. Mm-hmm. So not saying that your self-care corner isn't dope and it isn't like helpful. But this
1: isn't an attack on me. This is whatever you want to share. Right.
0: But like, you know, the the um, <clears throat> like the oil diffuser was really dope. And so stuff like that Attempt. is cool. <laughs> no, <Trigger. laughs> I'm, I'm saying like you know you you recommended that and, and uh, yeah I mean stuff like that is dope. But then like other stuff where it's like reflection or meditation or yoga or therapy or all these other things that I've gone through and they've they've tried and tried again. It's just like here we go again, just another another search for an answer that A I band aid. Yeah, and um. Yeah, so maybe a bath bomb, will, a, a bath bomb, and some LSD. Stop! <laughs>
1: oh my God, those.
0: That that got.
1: That's Luca salt and dandruff for the kids. <laughs> dandruff,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, no, salt.
1: I think you bring up a really important point, though. I think, um, and I don't. I hope I didn't like overstep and make you uncomfortable with that.
0: You did, but it's fine.
1: Oh my God! Okay, <laughs> but I think it's I'm a kidding, it's no, a no. true testimony, though. Like. All this stuff, and if you actually make an effort to take care of yourselves, like our parents never do, like even then, it doesn't mean you'll be better. Right. It doesn't mean you'll be healed. It doesn't mean that you're healthy. It doesn't mean that your mental health will be back in shape. It doesn't mean that you can't have a breakdown in the middle of the day for no reason. Like I think that's where my trouble
0: has been, you know, because I and and anytime I've ever ventured out into trying to make myself feel better, it's never been one of those where I'm hoping to go back to where my mind was was more at ease because I didn't experience something or where I was a little more innocent because I didn't go through this, you know, turbulent whatever episode or or whatnot. And I'm not saying that I'd want to forget those things because I'm here and I'm stronger for them. Mm. But I think the 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 what really I guess has never been addressed in a way that allows my personal like growth to, to actually happen. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And in that regard is uh, finding ways in which I've learned from what I've lived and I guess using them in a more open and vulnerable Mm -hmm. way than I'm accustomed to. For sure. And um, I don't know that anything would change that.
1: Do you have an ounce of hope?
0: Uh, I got an ounce of Maker's Mark whiskey in here. Oh, Jesus Christ! I'm just kidding. I I always have an ounce of hope. Okay, I I'm just joke. making sure. I'm always I always joke and I always I'm always negative about you know not crying or whatever whatever it is right. Mm-hmm. But I never say never. I do understand that you know there's always you know light at the end of the tunnel. Um, I just like to be a negative Nancy a lot
1: i mean it's okay it's understandable life's hard i'm a debbie downer so it's okay yeah oh yeah i know makes for a great podcast
0: as a green bean earlier
1: all right let's smooth out this (laughs) energy okay sorry sorry um i i think i wanted to share this for myself and it can get super in-depth and one day uh, i'm sure i'll bring the right person in that will make me get way into my feelings with my life experiences with um more in-depth things around surrounding this but for me the thing I want to do and I've talked about doing it and I used to do it a lot more and I'm hoping by selling it on this platform that means the world to me and all these listeners that mean so much to me is that I might actually hold myself accountable and do it and that is to exercise um I find means to do it but I don't do it actively like I should um and i used to do it in fun ways right so i like danced for 10 years and i used to play basketball when i was younger and so it was like fun it was fun. it was fun for me back then
0: Ooh, i have a friend who dances and she could
1: stop it <laughs> you trash i'm kidding um he's talking about my roommate shout out jessica um god Anyways, I really want to, I want to get to the point because that's one of the things that I haven't tried that has big, huge um, mental health benefits Mm. um, because basically it releases this chemical that your body needs and your mind needs uh, when you're active. And so that's like the one thing I haven't done, right? Like I've done meds, I've done therapy, I've done. You've done done meds? no what the heck oh my god meds Meds. oh my gosh
0: sorry this wine
1: whoo meth me i'm like wow breaking (laughs) bad is so good let me try um anyways i want to stop it i want to hold myself accountable and start going i don't know the gym gym for fat people is a weird experience y'all so like i'm i will go there eventually But I do want to incorporate it more into my life. I definitely do things. I'm not like just a whole potato, but I'm like half of one where I could still do more. Um, So hopefully by sharing this with you all, my vulnerability in that, um, I will hold myself, hold myself, not hold myself, hold myself (laughs) more accountable. I can also hold myself. Wow. Wow. I can hold myself more accountable to watch. incorporating more exercise. Watch
0: them Decolota's DMs come through. Oh like I watch, wish. Watch. I'm no, waiting watch. for the day. Watch.
1: Still waiting. <laughs> Not one single DM. A whole... Um, what is that little thing that floats through the desert in all the movies tumbleweed that's my dms okay anyways so that is our self-care corner for the week thank you all i think all of us for sharing some very personal that
0: was the roughest self-care <laughs> corner i've ever been a part of i think
1: we've cried during self-care corner before so that might not be the roughest but... it was the roughest okay well that's how you feel that's fine um
0: where's the wine
1: the wine it's right there mijo um so everybody i hope you've done something and or are willing to share with us i know some of you we had like a teacher that made a whole self-care corner in her classroom oh yeah that was dope that was amazing um but hopefully you do something for yourself whether it's comfortable or uncomfortable um definitely consider taking care of your health because you're important and you matter on this planet now it is officially time for the colores events they're not our events but they're kind we're connected to them sometimes so
0: i mean if if, if they ask to collaborate and they ask us to
1: i'm very excited to mm-hmm. talk about this one
0: <laughs> okay
1: um so we've been joking about it yeah and uh, our good friend rafael Tomeo... oh my god though no no he came with the jugo on this show oh my god i'm out i'm <laughs> bruno and Louie.
0: oh snap sorry <laughs> presidential candidate donald trump has heard on tape discussing with his attorney michael cohen how they would buy the rights to a playboy model story about an alleged affair trump had with her years earlier according to the audio recording of the conversation
1: i'm ready for his downfall i've been waiting so bad <laughs> this is I'm, like christmas I'm like,
0: is it time yet <laughs> Is it time yet?
1: Wow. So thank you, uh, Trump, for running into every damn episode. We can't escape you. But I'm what?
0: Really cool picture that I wanted to show.
1: This is amazing. I want it it framed.
0: (laughs) I, I need that frame too. Zach Huggins, photographer, super dope took this shot at at one of the shows
1: at bruno and louis sorry trump (laughs) story headline interrupted us and confused me for a second but i can i just have a little sweet moment (laughs) i went to this show and i was like i'm excited to support my friend because i hadn't seen you act in a show like a show ever in real life ever
0: i every day of my life is a show
1: you right you mad acting all the time but like a full show where i sit and watch you from a full show jesus christ um from an audience and i just watch you and i'm like not decolorizing with you yeah. it was so cool like i was like oh my god i don't want to sit close because i don't want to feel like too close to him and so we were excited the show before was so boring it put me to sleep literally yikes um and so i was like all right what's this show finna be like and so we got our little seats we said hi to your little fam it was all sweet and i loved it i shared with i shared this with you for already in real life but i wanted to share with you that that it did exactly what i think art should do which is it takes you away from a moment for a moment from your bullshit life oh man and like i mean that with every ounce of my body because i was like i was having fun yeah i was laughing and y'all were killing it and I was just so proud of y'all and I was just like this is so Hello dope. You want to be part of the band. <laughs> <laughs> the I'm shows sure you, you still have two shows. I don't know if still this episode will come left. out before. It so will, if will. you can go watch Bruno <clears> and <throat> Louie um produced by Prism Theater starring two Latino actors as leads, Henny, <laughs> um and directed by Jeff Colangelo. Yes. Nailed it um but really it's so fun like i was just so proud of you i was proud to know all of y'all involved but i was just like whoa after i reflected i was like it took me away from life for a minute which is what i love about any kind of consumption of art which is that it lets you forget everything and you're just in tune with it and it's just it's actually hilarious yeah like i even shared with you some ideas i wish could happen with it in the future but it's a fun damn show and i would be cursing more if i uh, (laughs) allowed myself to right now but i'm limiting that so yeah thank you great job
0: thank you thank you very
1: much. nice very nice um then we can discuss gray space which our flyers finally were released into the world <laughs> and we're having our orgullex art show on august 17th here at the Oak Cliff cultural center from 7 to 10 p.m can i tell y'all that this art show might be the best we've ever had i, I mean, would, i would totally i have some secrets but i'm not going to release them yet but we have some really great work coming in and i'm very 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 excited to see how the final show ends up we're excited to be working with Mar Mariconex, which is lex that we um met in his team with artitude and our submissions are open until august 3rd you have until august 3rd to submit your artwork Give us everything we might have some live performances come through like this is gonna be dope i'm so excited don't want to miss um, it definitely send <laughs> don't want to miss it thank you Pat.
2: <laughs> uh
1: but really submit anything you have you can submit articles you can submit music you can submit poetry you can submit photography anything and everything we want it send it our way yay um then a brief announcement we ha- might have more information about this later on we kind of discussed it um last week but there is a Juan Gabriel festival happening uh celebration i guess rather not festival is it called a festival uh,
0: yeah it's the huanga festival
1: okay kind of similar to the selena one yeah um which is great to see obviously our community here in dallas loves our people a lot um that's happening the week after the art show so it's august Mm -hmm. 25th and hopefully we'll be involved in some way so more information to follow Woo! do you want to share anything bruno No, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: we, we
1: got him alive. You don't want to share anything for real about what about your experience with that? Because I kind of just
0: Bruno and Louis, yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, thank you for saying that. I think, um, I don't get to do a lot of theater these days, but um, I'm glad that someone like Jeff and Prism Theater exists because Jeff is crazy, but he is creative and is an amazing like person. Right. And um, he approached me with the idea a while back. And I told him that I probably wasn't going to be able to do it because I didn't have any time to sh- to to spare. And then he's talking to me during summer camp. And he's like, yeah, or, or at a meeting for summer camp and says, yeah, Omar uh, is going to do it. And he was like, and we're really hoping that you'd be a part of it. And so when he said Omar, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Omar. I stand. Yeah, like if you've ever seen Omar Padilla act in Dallas, uh, then you understand, but he is definitely someone who you need to know and watch and and um because he's an amazingly talented performer. He moved here from Leon, Guanajuato. He's Mexican Shut and he's out here to So yeah, GTO in, in the building. You know what time in it is? <laughs> no, but he's he's ridiculously talented. He is he is committed, he is passionate, he is full of like ideas and creativity and, and so when Jeff approached me and said Omar's going to be a part of it I was like done I'll, I'll find a way to make it do it make it work and it so work we didn't get an enough rehearsal time in my opinion because like there was always some kind of conflict but we we had a lot of fun during the process and the show actually came out like we we're having a lot of fun everyone is and I think it's evident because we've gotten you know a fairly positive response from it and I think that's a, a, at the end of whatever it is that you're, you know, creating when people can say, you know, it takes me away and I have a lot of fun and I really did enjoy like you sharing what you shared to make me laugh or make me smile or whatever. Like that's it. Like that's, that's the, what we look for. Right. And so it's been a really fun experience. I'm happy that, you know, that we kind of came together and I've been happy to see all the support and we've been getting like people showing up to the show.
1: Hey. Like, right. gang. My, my gang, my mime, gang oh. um,
0: gang. <laughs> <clears throat> so. Um yeah. oh, okay, I got to finish. Got to finish cuz uh, Pat said I gotta go.
1: Ah, bye. <laughs> uh our brown business of the week is going to be delivered from the one and only Patricia Arreguin.
2: So, our Brown Business of the Week is Red Pegasus Comics. Yay,
1: Red Pegasus Comics here in Oak Cliff.
2: Um, thank you. Richard was the first person that ever recommended this place to me because we shared a similar taste in comic books. Um, they recently moved to the Bishop Arts area. They're at 319 North Bishop Avenue. Um. They have a lot of great comics. They're very versatile when it comes to the titles. It's not just superhero stuff. I get my saga there. I got my America Chavez stuff there. I've gotten my... um, What was the other series that I'm reading that I have there? I can't think of it right now. It's okay. Bitch Planet. Oh, oh god. Oops, I'm sorry. I Which forgot. Time? We were not cussing. Bitch Planet. Bench Planet. <laughs> but yeah, they have everything, and they're really friendly. They're always... They made sure that I was finding exactly what I needed. They probably even have Bingo Love that I still need to read. Cynthia and I are going to read that together because it's going to make us cry. But yes, they're a great comic book store. Queer couple that got married. They took their day off. Like closed when the the first like open marriage, like gay marriage was allowed. They like closed the business to like go and get married. One of the first Mm -hmm. couples in Dallas to do that. So I thought that was really sweet. Um, So definitely go check them out. Support them. Then we can share comic book recommendations.
1: Yay! Cool. And you can find them at 319 North Bishop Avenue. Find them online at redpegasuscomics.com Now it is officially time for ¿Quién tienes con de coco? Is that right?
0: ¿A quién tienes?
1: ¿A quién tienes, wey?
2: Hey. ¿Pati? Um... So, I recently got introduced to Kelsey Lou, who likes to prefer to go by Lou. She's a celloist, and it is beautiful. She sounds like a goddess. Zang? I'm not even, like, kidding. I think I sent Ari this music. I didn't hear her feedback, and I was kind of sad, because I thought she'd like her as a, a Twigs fan. Um, but it was really funny, because I saw a meme that said, um, after you first listened to Lou, because her music, like, I'll have to play it for y'all. It's, it's nuts, because she's a celloist, too. The guy's like crying and he's holding a blunt. And he's like the first time you listen to this. That's Luke. funny. <laughs> and I was like, I feel that. Zang. So yeah, she's really great. I definitely recommend her. She released a new track um in April called Shades, Shades of Blue. That was really good. um I like her a lot. Also wanted to recommend because of you using, going off the terms and stuff to listen, uh, recommend is Inner Ho Uprising. I've been listening to their podcast a lot there uh, a queer black podcast based in New York. Um, they do do a lot of great episodes that I'd recommend. That even I've told them i to listen to, like the big um, femme season and other episodes.
1: Yay! I love it.
0: So um, there's.
1: I feel like you just made this. Up.
0: <laughs> I did read it.
1: What? Oh <laughs> <God! laughs> I hate you. What is wrong with you? What is that? You I mean? thought it was a manga. <laughs> What is actually wrong with you? You're sick in Can the head. Can you please say what it is? He is ill. So,
0: I didn't have a who you got. Wow. So I spelled something out, but she <laughs> Eva was like, I feel like you made this up. <laughs> and I did. But I spelled it. Can I tell it. you
1: what my brain thought it was first? No. I thought it was. You said no. You I didn't. said, "Can I tell you?" And you said, "No." <laughs> I'm oh "Damn said- asshole!" Okay, shit. I thought you
0: said, "Did I tell no.
1: you?" No. My brain was like, "Oh, the Omegataws." Oh <laughs> I hate you. What the hell is it? So I.
0: <laughs> I'm
2: it's over a, you.
0: It's a new wave Jurassic ska band,
2: and <laughs> Jurassic. Scar. y'all can't see how hard I'm rolling my eyes right now
1: and how red he is I am so done
2: this is so funny
1: what is it so, so what's up with your scubbin
0: I spelled Jurassic Ska Don't new, get it new twisted. wave Jurassic, new ska. Wave so <laughs> Jurassic It's ska. I spelled it the O-M-A-I-G-A-T-O-Z
2: so how do
1: you say that not the Omigators oh <laughs> can you say it for the people in the back
0: the oh my god the-
1: <laughs> I hate you. You're trash. You're a trash boy. I'm over you. I'm really over Ooh. you. They're probably that
2: cat uh, like <laughs> the, acrobat. the what? The ones that we saw at the Texas cat theater. show?
0: Oh <laughs> yeah. oh my yeah. god. oh my, the, oh my gato.
2: They probably had that band there.
0: They probably do. Do
1: you so that's um do no, you have any other people you actually live no, to omegatoos? Oh I've, li-
0: I've been really angry. Okay, so good. I've been listening to a lot of Rage Against the Machine How
1: did I know that was what he was going to say I, it knew was. It. I love when y'all like are normal people That don't listen to new things every damn day of your life Because well, I feel normal Well I I've only heard
0: of two of Oh My God those songs Oh My so, God So he couldn't oh.
2: recommend them yet
1: Wow She was like
0: I feel like you mean
2: Shut up I really was
1: like wow what the fuck something i don't know. I was shit. I don't uh, that's you. I don't know everything you do. Anyways, I'm I hope your over. anger gets help.
0: I hope so too. But um it makes me happy. That's fine. Your music makes me happy. That's
1: fine. That's, that's totally fine. Anyways, um oh. I'm going to go with one who you got cuz I'm listening currently to um some I think seeing that it was Amy Winehouse's birthday made me go on an Amy Winehouse kick. So I'm listening to some Amy. I'm listening to some Erica Badu because I'm in my feelings. But also an artist I finally had the chance to listen to who is fun and great is Rico Nasty. And Rafa, I need you to listen to her as a little hip hop head. Okay. But she's a lot of fun. She's super young. She's 21 years old. She's a rapper, I believe, from Maryland. Yes. Um and she was signed to atlantic records and released nasty <clears throat> which is the album i heard and i was like yo she's cool as hell um and she's coming to dallas so maybe i'll go see her but she's really dope really cool style her album covers dope i hope nothing but the best for one young rico nasty um i y'all know i'm always supporting my my uh female rappers as they're called but i i I really did enjoy her and i also want to shout out nia wilson who we discussed earlier because apparently she also rapped and they were playing her music out in the bay area so rest in power to her and long live female rap okay so that wraps it up for us here at the colores radio don't forget to share the podcast and follow us on social media (coughs) subscribe and leave us
2: a darn review
1: we'd love to keep growing so please share it with everyone you know people you think could grow with us let us know what your favorite part was tweet us or just hit us up we love hearing from you all we could not go on without your support tell everyone you love to follow us at the Colores co if you enjoy our personal thoughts you can follow me at eva arreguin rafa at exile and pat I don't know her name anymore. What is it, Raf? Tajinda. Tajin mommy over here. Uh, our theme,
0: Mami, our theme
1: song is Cumbia Anthem by L Dusty. We promise to keep growing and providing you with entertaining content and more importantly, a platform for your voices and work to be lifted. Contact us on social media or email us at decolorescollective at gmail.com please 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 send us your submissions even if you're across the country we want your work we're to try to make it happen thank you so much for listening and join us again next time for Big DC Energy The Colores Radio The <laughs> De- De- Colores Radio
0: De 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 Colores Radio.